the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. Are we having fun? Yet I am. I love what I do. I'm a blessed man, I tell you what. I want to thank 930. Uh, just everybody's been great at this radio station. They they care about your needs. They care about you being educated, ready, because I'm going to tell you something. You can be in bondage, bondage with your debt on your automobile. And our title today is, When Did Lying Become the Normal? I mean, I tell you what, I'm going to read something the second half of this uh, show today. About 9.30, uh, I'm sorry, about 7.35. I'm, I'm a little later. I've been up a long time, ready, getting ready for this show. And so I want to read something to you that pertains today, and it was quoted over 2,000 years ago. Pretty awesome. But anyway, I'm going to show you a little something that I'm studying on to work on. But when did lying become the norm? I know the politicians lie. They don't. They don't think they're lying. They're so full of themselves, full of pride, and uh, pride, greed, selfishness, and keeping up with the Joneses. You know the fullness of the blessings. You know, don't be mistaken. What you got coming? What do you have coming? That's your hard-earned money that you're buying your next automobile with. And I hope that you're. You know, you you get out of life what you settle for. Are you a settler? Do you settle for payments? Do you settle for high payments? Do you settle for what the salesman tells you that you can afford and that you can that you need? You know, knowledge is power. And sometimes we think that our problems are too big for us to handle. What is the priority in your mind, in your life? Do you have to have the biggest, the baddest, the fastest, the prettiest? You know, do you have do you live up to everybody's approval in society or what society does do you follow along are you the one that don't know what you really want in life are you just stumbling around aimlessly because let me tell you something if you're stumbling around aimlessly you're not going to make the right decisions you know you're going against trained professionals after every available dollar in your pocket about 80% of the dealerships out there want every dollar they can get off you. The other 20% will treat you right. They won't rip you off. And we want dealers to make money. We just don't want you to get ripped off and owe 15000 too much. And don't multiply that by, yeah, I'm buried in this one, so I'm going to get me a new one. I'm going to solve my problems. Yeah. I'm gonna sell my mom will get me another one. Instead of now, you instead of owing fifteen thousand too much, you owe twenty-five thousand too much. And I'm beginning to wonder about bankers. You know, bankers I guess want to control you, want to keep you in on a loan, want to make sure that you're not going anywhere else. You can't go anywhere else. You know, I I was thinking at one time, and I guess I'm about to lose the thought or just blow it off. Uh I used to think a banker a finance company, a credit union, would want to sponsor this show and tell the community how they can make better purchases, be alert, be aware, be educated on their next purchase. But I think they don't mind you being buried and owing too much money because they'd rather have you controlling you and tying you up. Well, we got to think about that. You know what? I've made some of the bankers mad. I've made a lot of the insurance people mad. I've made a lot of the car dealers mad. You know, I must be doing my job. I'm bringing out the little secrets. And on, like on the insurance, nobody's ever brought that up. I've never heard of it before. 
don't you think that when you buy something, you ask any insurance person, I want to sell you something, and if you have to collect on it, do you know what you got coming? Do you care what you got coming? Or would you rather be in the dark like they keep you, like the insurance companies keep us? We buy a policy, retail at their figure what they want to charge, and we're happy about it. And then the vehicle that we're driving loses money every month. And just like the commercial said, I haven't made the first payment. And you, I've totaled it out, and you want to pay me 75 or 80% of what I paid for the thing? Hey, these billionaires that own these insurance companies love keeping you in the dark. Aren't they just wonderful? And then you pay retail price for that brand-new car, and then three years later, they give you below wholesale. You give 30000 for a car, and three, four years later, they want to give you six, 7000 depending on the miles. Oh, well, you had an accident in it. Well, a friend of mine brought me a little situation uh, Monday, last week, and uh, his daughter got hit from the rear. It was a brand-new car. Had 1,200 miles on it, and they did $6,000 damage. Well, yes, the insurance company got it fixed because it wasn't her fault. She was sitting at a light, and she gets hit from the rear. She's just sitting there. Luckily, she doesn't get hurt. That's the blessing there. And then now the value of the vehicle is not like his. her dad bought it for her. Dad's got some money. He's well off. And he wants to take care of his daughter and her in a safe vehicle. And he comes to me and he says, Randy, I've got a problem. I said, what's the problem? And being a friend of mine, I said, okay, what do I need to do? He said, I need you to praise my car with an accident on it. He said, but the insurance company has not filed uh, with Carfax or AutoCheck. They're keeping them in the dark. They're keeping me in the dark. Here we go again, keeping us in the dark. And so he said, uh, what's my car worth now that has had an accident? He said, I paid 22000 for it. It was one of them little basic sport utilities. And he said, now it's got 1,800 miles. We get it out of the body shop, and they, no diminished value. He said, don't I get diminished value? I said, yeah, because it wasn't your fault. He said, well, I, they're not wanting to pay me no diminished value. I said, you know what's funny about these insurance companies? They sure beat us up when they get. They bring up all these accidents, all the issues, everything in the world when there's time for them to pay. But now here, your vehicle is worth three, four, five thousand less, and they don't want to pay diminished value to you. Now, if you totally unit out, they would say, "Oh, it's been an accident," and I said, "It's not worth as much." You know, they're not fair. Will they twist us? Will they mislead us? Or will they lie to us? I tell you what, this hail damage issue across South Texas has opened my eyes. Man, I tell you what, I looked at a deal the other day. The right people, the right smile, the right little situation, uh, the claims adjuster will give plenty of money. But most of the time, they're out to beat us up. And you pay... $30,000 for this vehicle, and three years later it's worth $6,000. But you're still paying retail premium on the insurance policy. I had a insurance agent call me, and he was hot at me. Man, I can't believe you're doing this to the insurance company. I said, well, you wouldn't buy nothing without knowing what you're getting in return, would you? Well, no, not really. I said, you keep us in the dark. I said, when you get, does your claim uh Claims adjuster, is he the one that sets the price on paying your customer? Yeah. So you're not involved? He said, I can get involved. I said, but is that worth about two cents or what? Do you really change their mind? Can you change the company? Can you call the president of the company or the owners of the company and really make a difference? Or are you just there trying to pretend like you're doing your job? So, I mean, now I've got the insurance companies mad at me. I got the bankers saying, well, you know, I want the best for my customers, but you don't want them educated. You don't want them learning. I've offered to go to several banks and teach the best customers how to buy a car, how to make sure they make the right decisions. I go to churches. I teach there. 
the good, the, the good and the bad and the ugly about the car business. Pride, greed, selfishness, and keeping up with the Joneses. I go to schools, and I'll teach there. Don't bankrupt your parents. Just because your buddy's got a new four-wheel drive Ford pickup that the only thing he hauls or pulls air, you know, does he really need that? Or does or is his parents trying to buy his love? You feel loved? Is that why people buy new cars to so they can feel love to themselves? They're so insecure that they buy objects to make themselves happy. What's making you happy? What makes you feel loved? You know, that's why. And I've, I've talked about helping people off of drugs and alcohol because I've got a ministry in that. Thank you, Lord, I really do. And uh, and I, hey, I've never been addicted to drugs. Remember, I told you I was addicted to myself. I was self-centered. Are you self-centered? Well, I tell you what, if you only think about yourself all the time, you're self-centered. In other words, you're selfish. And I can talk about that because I was an expert in it, 100% expert in being selfish. I can tell you all about it. Pride, greed, selfishness, and keeping up with Joneses. But remember one thing, the Joneses tried to keep up with me. I had to have the biggest, the baddest, and everything else. And guess what? It lost value. And did I lose value to myself? Was the thinking that I had of myself losing value? And I was trying to pour more in to build myself up? Well, sometimes that's what we do. Sometimes we buy something so we feel love. Take the pain away, the pain of this world. We ought to be humble and thankful, grateful for what we've got, where we live, the opportunities. You know what? Too many people, I mean way too many people, don't look for opportunities. Don't don't believe in themselves. And that's why I'm here, learn to buy and sell cars.com. This is Randy Adams. And you can call in today. We've got open lines. There's no dumb questions. The only dumb question is when you don't ask it. You don't find out the answer. And we'll talk about anything, the value car, accidents, what's going on in the car business. And this is great. 9.30 a.m., the answer, 210-308-8867. I'll give you that number again, 210-308-8867. Give us a call. We'll talk about anything, even talk about politics. You may not like my politics because I'm an independent. I was born and raised a Democrat, and I realize that they're in bed together. There ain't much difference between none of them. Hey, they talk the big talk. I'm going to go up there and straighten Washington out. I'm going to go up there and straighten Texas out. Hey, Texas, y'all can't even straighten out the title loan. 27 states is illegal to have a title loan, and we got them on every corner. It's because they make 330% interest. They they repo 98% of the cars. And I've fought with these guys. I've, I've called. I've sent letters. I've emailed to senators and House of Representatives of Texas. And they don't do anything about it because they own the license. I own the license, and I won't do it. I dropped the license. I bought it. I got ready. I thought I could cut the interest rate. I thought instead of giving 50 or 60% of what the car's worth, I'd give 70 or 80% and let the people drive it and hope they they took care of it until, you know, it's time to got repoed. Because let me tell you something. If you do something you got to do in emergency, in a in a bad situation with way too much interest, odds are, just like the the title loans right now, over 90% of the cars get repoed. Hey, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, don't do a title loan. Go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com, and follow the easy process. <coughs> and we'll uh, I'll make an offer on your car. I'll tell you what it's worth. I'm going to make money on it. And you can sell it to me, sell it to somebody else, add five hundred, a thousand to what I offer, or two, three thousand if you're retailing. If you're selling it to a friend, you can cut them a little deal, whatever you want to do there. And tend to your business and get you cheap transportation. Because let me tell you something. After six payments, only six payments, they're gonna repo your car and you paid back more than you borrowed. That's a bad deal. There's no Donald Trump couldn't overcome 330 percent interest, 
And nobody in their right mind is supposed to pay 330% interest. So tell your friends and neighbors not to do it. I've told you stories where people paying eight, nine, ten uh, months where they're paying double what they borrowed and they lose their car and the, take them to the auctions. And I even talked to one of the big wheels at the auction the other day. He couldn't believe. And I said, well, how many do y'all run a week? Oh, about 100 a week. Repoed title loans. Hey, I tell you what, the politicians won't tell us the truth. We, we need to get up in arms against that. I talk about it on my Austin show every week. And they've even listened to me because I told them that the engineers and <coughs> in, in University of Texas, <coughs> I'm sorry about that, are, uh, they can fix everything in the world, but they can't fix the, the uh, traffic, and it's because they don't want us to. They're liberal and uh, communists, and they want us to all live downtown and not have cars, I guess. I don't know. So it's up to you. Tell everybody not to do a title loan. <coughs> Excuse me. So now I've got the car dealers mad at me, 80% of them. <coughs> so it's up to you. Man, I don't know what's going on this morning. <coughs> so we want you to <coughs> be at your best. We want you to feel loved. We want you to be educated. We want you to do the right things all the time. Give us a call, 210-308-8867. And so, uh, you know, people satisfy, they're selfishly satisfy their desires at all costs. When's the last time you bought something you couldn't afford, you know, we're trying to teach you the right way, the good, the bad, and that's why I've launched also, uh, thank you, uh, I've launched uh, hasslefreeautobuying.com. Hasslefreeautobuying.com, we negotiate for you. We save people thousands of dollars. We make sure you get plenty on your trade. We make sure that you're getting the right financing. We're making sure that you get the right information that you need to know when you walk in an F&I. We get it all set up for you. I've had opportunities lately to beat some prices people thought we couldn't beat. But we sit down and we beat them. We beat the prices. We made sure they got plenty. But what is your time worth? And how in the world can you go against trained professionals that spend all day reading emails, all day reading books, all day going to managers' meetings, to sales meetings, going over every deal. What did you say? What did they say? How come we didn't sell them? How come we didn't get to trade? How come they did this? How come they walked out? Hey, I'm going to tell you something. The worst feeling a sales manager has is when a, when a customer walks out and they didn't sell them something. Hey, they'll tell you anything in the world to get you in the door, in the door to make that sale. They want you on their turf. I tell you what, uh, it's amazing what I see every day, what they'll tell in these ads, just like the title loan. I forgot to tell you about that. They have competitive rates. I saw an ad the other day. People real excited they got $1,000. Wow, easily $1,000. Oh, I got $3,000. And their competitive rates, I got news for you, 330%. There ain't no competitive of that. That's highway robbery. And so they'll tell you anything to get in the door. I've, they they even got guys to say, now, we don't want to sell you a car. We we got buy day. We want to buy your car. We need your car. Hey, you your car's got some kind of value. Now, If it's got to be able to resell. There's no Santa Claus out there. I'm not Santa Claus. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to buy your car and advance it a little bit of money, but my overhead's low. I don't have the million and a half a month overhead that these new car dealerships have or some of these big used car dealerships and some of these big box stores. They got a million and a half or to two million to make. You know, and I talked about how the owner got on my case about it, and I said, well, whose decision to open up a dealership? Whose decision is it to have a million and a half a month? Whose decision is it? You know, you know, we, we respond to situations rather than solving them. You know, how is your response weak? That hey, that insurance man that came against me at the other radio show, hey, it was weak. 
the uh, owner of that dealership, it was weak. You know, there's good dealerships out there, but I'm trying to train you to be prepared so when you walk into a dealership, you'll understand they're trying to spin you. Are they trying to four-square you? Or they won't give you a price. Don't walk into I've I've got, I guess, most of the dealerships in town now giving prices. Well, what can you afford a month? I don't care what. Give me a price before we talk about monthly payments. See, that's what I'm trying to teach you, and that's why we launched HassleFreeAutoBuying.com. Because we know how to, who the good dealers are, number one. We know who the good finance companies and who the good credit unions are. We lead you in that direction. We make sure that you look up your credit rating and score so you know, and it's clean, so you know what you deserve, what you got coming, and if you need to clean your credit up. This should be an all-year, this is the worst investment you can make on earth. This is the worst investment. It loses money. It costs interest. And you're at a battle with the guys who are trained to take every available dollar you've got. So you need to be educated. Hassle-free auto buying takes that away. We're educated. We know the right financing. We know the right dealers. We know the right prices. We can get the right prices. We know what the market is on your trade so you get a fair market value there. Just talk to a salesman that used to sell at a dealership. We were to, he told us that we were told to give 500 trade-in, no matter what it was, and go from there. That's a battle all day if you got a $20,000 car. How fast will they get to 20000 They may never get to 20000 i got dealers that make twenty to 40000 a month wholesale on the trade-ins that they don't want. What about the ones that are good ones? You trade in a nice car. And they don't give you all the money, and then they make three, four, five thousand retail on it when they resell it. So if they're making twenty to forty thousand, what are they making on the good trades that come in there? Are you giving your car away? Are you giving? Do you feel like giving a dealership two to five thousand dollars on your trade in? You could be. I've seen it, and I've seen it lately. I was at a barber shop one day. And I noticed the guy had a super nice little old Nissan extended cab. And I went back in there about three weeks later, and he's driving a new car. And he said, uh, hey, Randy, what was my Nissan worth? He said it was an old one, had 90,000 miles. I said, it was automatic? He said, yeah. I said, I remember looking at it. It looked like brand new. Did you buy it new? Yeah. I said, your unit was worth about five to 5500 he said, oh, no. I said, what's wrong? He said, I finally got them up to 1200 and they gave me 1200 I said, I guarantee you, if you saw it on their lot the next week, it would have been seventy nine ninety nine. I guarantee you. He was sick about it. And then he bought something. What is it worth? That's why hassle-free works so well. Eighty percent of the people walk into a dealership don't buy what they intend in buying. That's why we take that away, because in your own home, in your office, wherever you're at, you decide what you need, what you can afford, what is the needs for your family, what, how long are you going to keep the car, what is it going to be worth three years down the road. We can look and say, all right, if you're looking at a, a brand-new Chevrolet pickup and you put 100,000 miles on it in three years, this is what you can expect it back some kind of idea, if the market stays the same, and it should, what your vehicle's going to be worth in three years. Of course, the new ones will get higher and higher. They do every year. So that way you know exactly how much it's going to cost you, what you're going to lose, and then we're going to talk about maintenance, upkeep, tires, brakes, uh, breakage, odds and ends. You need to know all the costs. A lot of people think about one thing when they buy a car, the payment. Can I afford the payment? They forget about it. Needing to buy new tires sometime down the road, new brakes, maintenance, ch- ch- changing the oil, you know. Now, a lot of dealers will change your oil to get you in. I was talking to a guy that run a, a service shop <clears throat> at a brand-new dealership, and he was telling me how much money he made. They they give a cheap oil change. They don't even give it away, but they give a cheap oil change so you'll come in. And when you come in, they're going to sell you something else. This guy is a super salesman. Well, you're getting close to needing brakes. And he said, you know, they're not. 
We but we put brakes on them. Oh, your tires are getting old. You know, we see some weather cracks and they're not there. But they they sell you that. They sell you all kinds of protectives. But a friend of mine called me and he was hot. He was so hot. His wife went in for an oil change in a new car dealership, and they told her it was time to change the grease in the rear end. Charged her five hundred and sixty dollars to change the grease in the rear end. Talk about a ripoff. Number one, it didn't need it. Number two, it's it's a thirty to sixty dollar job. Charge her five sixty. Oh man, he was hot. He was ready to go down, and he went down there and talked to the general manager, the owner, and everybody else, and they got it down to decent price. Still not right, but you know what? They take advantage of women walking into dealership. How? You know, men, women, I don't care who you are, these guys are trained every day to have answers for every question that you've got. So you got to be prepared to walk into these dealerships. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Hey, my office number is 830-625-7159. Give me a call. I'm in New Bronzeville off I-35 between my marker 186 and 185. Come by and visit me, whatever you want to do. I'll answer questions. Love to meet you and, meet you and shake your hand. We're going to be right back, and I'm going to give you that little tip I was going to give you on what was written 2,000 years ago, and it pertains to today. Now, back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on 930 AM. The answer. Thank you for tuning in today. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. You know, I want to inspire you to achieve beyond your goals, to get peace of mind, to be in control of your thoughts, be in control of your decisions, to be the best you can be. You know, Jesus Christ changed me uh, from being prideful, full of pride, greed, selfishness, boy, self centered. And like I say, being beyond the Joneses. <clears throat> but I, I tell you what, I've learned to, to learn to obey. And I love Proverbs 1, five. let the wise listen and add to their learning. And I try to follow that every day. I want to learn every day. But that's where you need to be, learning and, and realizing sometimes obeying what's right. you got to humble yourself because if you don't humble yourself, you can't obey. Because I was full of selfishness i was so self-centered it was i was beyond self-centered and selfishness left me when i accepted jesus christ and he changed me from a i've explained to you from a taker to a giver and a lot i've got peace of mind i love what i do and everybody was against me and i tell you what i couldn't find a radio station they'd take me either because you know a lot of them was scared that they would lose their sponsors. I've got radio stations now that are on the fence about putting me on the air. I mean, you know, airwaves of truth. Hey, they don't want to tell you the truth. They want that money. Hey, I tell you what, I've learned there's some radio stations in this town that money is bigger than anything around. They don't care if they're lying. Hey, they've got some ads. And I had a friend of mine tell me, he said, Hey, I've never heard you talk about auctions. I said, I was an auctioneer. I owned an auction company for years. He said, well, there's some auctions around town I can go to. I said, I wouldn't go. You take my advice and do whatever you want to. But let me tell you something. Some of these auctions do such bad business, they're not allowed to go to the real auctions, the dealer auctions, because they'll lie, cheat, and do everything, twist people. And I've seen them, when they could go to the auctions, I've seen them where they were buying junk and reselling it. Now they're advertising all over town, and, oh, man, they're getting people to come in there, and they're putting them together. So the airwaves of truth. Let me tell you a little something I run across. You know, and like I was telling you, if ads uh, look too good to be true, they're not. But Isaiah... 59 says, your lips have spoken falsely. Your tongue uh, mutters wicked things. No one calls for justice. Hey, that sounds like today. Like title loans, like these dealers doing false ads. No one pleads a case for integrity. I'm the only one I know telling the truth about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. Because integrity does mean something to me. My dad told me... Fifty years ago, boy, if your word's no good, you're no good. 
Well, that's stuck with me, and it's lived in my head, even though I was full of pride and greed and selfishness. And, you know, they are, here we go back to, to Isaiah, they rely on empty arguments. Their empty arguments is they don't care about you. Yes, you can afford this car. You look great in this car. Let me say you on your emotions. Let me say you on your feelings. And they utter lies, and they can conceive trouble, putting you in bondage, making a relationship, making hardship you're paying. Remember, if you're paying $20,000 note off, you got to make 24000 to pay that $20,000 note, and you're paying interest on it. And they give birth to evil, bondage, no peace of mind, putting you in something that loses value constantly. Hey, that was written over 2,000 years ago, Isaiah 59. That was happening 2,000 years ago, and now it's in the car business. Now it's in a lot of other businesses. Now it's in our politics. Hey, you could, you could, hey, you know, think that uh, Hillary's not your lips have spoken falsely. Is, is that Hillary? I mean, is your tongue uh, mutters evil things, wicked things, and no one calls for justice? Yeah, I'm going up to Washington, and I'm going to clean it up, boy. You're going to just say, just wait, boy. I'm going to take care of them, and I'm going to set them straight. And then they fall in line, the money flows, and they, you know what? Politicians do have a problem about pride. They get elected, and they get big-headed. And then they go brain-dead, and then they fall in up there. And that when does money get bigger than God? When does money get so big they don't care what they say or they do? When do they get to where they think they're bulletproof and nobody can touch them and they're, they're walking on, on hollow ground because they're so brilliant about getting elected? Well, that's car dealers. Hey, when I first got on the, on the airwaves of truth, uh, all the car dealers thought I was funny and great. They loved me. Because they're bigger and better than everybody else. They know how to do it right. And they're making plenty of money. And they're taking advantage of people. And they're twisting you. And they're leading you in the wrong direction. And hey, you know what man makes breaks? You know? Hey, we need to say this extended warranty. They don't pay for nothing. Hey, and if I was really a... a and I told this to the last... Uh, extended warranty company that came in. You got to watch out with extended warranties where you buy extended warranties. Because if I wanted to get rich quick, I'd start an extended warranty company and uh, I'd run around and sell all these extended warranties, gather up all the money, tell the people how we were going to take care of them. And you know, we'll, we'll pay, we'll put a new motor in. Yeah, it's three, four, five, six thousand for nine hundred dollars extended warranty. Now, how's that paid? Is that, does that arithmetic work? And then we're going to sell all these warnings, file bankruptcy, grab the money, and go to the Bahamas and have fun. Yeah! Now, that's what happens. So you got to watch out where the extended warranties are. But when you're buying a new car, it's got a warranty on it. Excuse me? Why do you want to buy extended warranty on a brand new car that's got a warranty, and these lifetime warranties cost you three, four, five, six times what they they should cost you. Plus, you've got to do everything there. They got you tied up. They got you in bondage. Well, you've got to change your oil at $295 to change your oil. You've got to stay with us in order for us to uh, make sure your warranty's good. If you go outside of here, your warranty's no good. They want your bondage. They want you tied up. They don't want you leaving. There's so many tricks to the car business. It's unbelievable. Every angle. I told you 22 different ways of making money on you. Car dealership has. And if you're not making money on every one of them, the books, the magazines say you're not doing it right. And for a small fee, these dealerships, we're going to teach you how to make money on every one of these opportunities that you have. And we're going to charge you to do it so you can make more money on the customer that walks in the door. When you walk in that door, you're on their turf. They're ready for you. They're educated for you. You don't think they won't speak falsely, tell you whatever you want to hear? You don't think they're not trained to bail you up, pump you up? And they love the know-it-alls. It's easy to sell a know-it-all. He knows it all. Just to pump him up a little more. Get his old head bigger than Dallas and say, hey, brother, you're exactly right. Man, you're so smart. You know exactly what you're doing here. Sign right here. I can't get over on you. Sign right here. I can't make no money on you. Sign right here. 
Yeah, they love every bit of that. You know, I just can't believe what all is going on in this world, how fast we're going, how things are changing. It's un-unbelievable. And I want to say one thing. My mother, my dad did teach me one valuable thing. Respect the policeman. Where have we lost respect? We don't respect customers. We don't respect policemen. We don't respect others. We don't take accountability on nothing. And I'm going to tell you, uh, I, I feel sorry for Dallas, Texas. I feel sorry for policemen. Where are we going to get policemen in five years from now? How Can you imagine the wives when the, when the policemen go to work today? I used to drive police cars. My wife won't let me drive one no more. I love them. They're great cars. I buy them off the city of San Antonio. They're 70,000 miles, and they're cheap. I mean, where can you get an 11-model car, vehicle that's in great shape, new tires, big brakes, good, good suspension and all, for five and $6,000? So, you know, it's a great automobile, but she won't let me drive them anymore. Well, I'm, it's, you know, it's too dangerous out there. The policemen are fighting it and having a tough situation. I forgot to give the phone number out again, just in case you want to talk to me, 210-308-8867. That's 308-8867. We'll answer any question you got. But we need to respect the policemen. It starts at the leadership of our country, and it's fell down 90 miles an hour, and it's still going. Unbelievable. I'm telling you, it's hard to believe, but it is going that way. We got Carlos in San Antonio. Carlos, how you doing today? Fine, fine. Hey, I really appreciate everything you say. You're very honest and knowledgeable, but I have a really serious religious question. Well, I'm not a preacher. I'm not the best in the world, but I've been working at it for 20 years. That's why I want your opinion. I'm just confused about one thing. I'm not an expert, but, you know, I read Jericho, you know, God picked the the chosen people. First question is, why the chosen people? Why not everybody equal? And why go in there and tell them to violate the Ten Commandments to murder everybody and steal the gold and silver, take somebody's land. I don't get that. Could you help me understand that? You know, I can't. I can't answer that question. I know the chosen ones are people who believe in Jesus Christ. I yeah, do know that. Believe later. I mean, but yeah, I'm, kill I'm, everybody, take their gold, take their silver. But the gold and silver is mine. I don't get it. Well, I, mean, I think the, poli- are, the politicians are doing the same thing with us. And I don't understand everything about the Bible. I do know that it's changed my life. I do read and I do study it. But I can't answer all the questions. I'm blessed. And if you get a chance to listen to my Friday night show, 8 to 9, on 930 here, Steve Sorensen is my mentor. Steve was with Cornerstone Church while I was there. I've been there 22 years. And I try to learn and grow and and be better at what I'm doing. But, you know, sometimes... Look at ISIS. What are they doing? They're coming in, and they're stealing. They're taking over oil. I guess life has not changed a whole lot in the last 2,000 years because ISIS has taken over countries, taken over cities, taken over oil companies. They're making millions a year a day, and they're trying to kill somebody. And They're evil. There's no they're, they're, they're evil. They're evil. But, you know... There's a fine line. There's a fine line, and just like the gentleman in Dallas, he was a he's a military man, you know, and here I he goes you. he goes crazy there. What is in our well, minds? People have peace of mind. Issue there, motivated, motivated by Obama and the left. All they talk about is how the blacks are victims. But can I ask you one last question? Sure. Sort of religious too. You know, you just said there's evil in the world. There is evil. Bottom line. Right. Uh, and my question is, you know, number one, God doesn't stop it either because he can't, which confuses me, or he doesn't want to, which I, is not good. So I think we've got every blessing coming out of the Bible when we obey and do what's right and treat people right. You know, I didn't treat people right when I was a heathen. And I've learned that the more I care about others first, comes back to me better. 
I've learned that I don't have to drag and pull everything out and want everything from other people. And that's why I'm giving back. This this show costs me money out of my back pocket, and I love every minute of it because I want to give back, and I'm a blessed man. And and I and you know, there's times in this in this business, and it costs me quite a bit of money to get in this deal, especially all the stations I'm on. And the Lord would send me somebody every week, just about every day, thanking me, not paying me, but thanking me. The change in their life and the healing life. My ministry really is helping people off of alcohol and drugs, because and I'm not a pastor, but I have experienced helping so many people off of alcohol and drugs. I really believe 99% of addictions are unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. But I think we can grasp every part of the Bible as long as we live it and treat others right. And try to be Christ-like. What would Jesus do? And but I think that we're going to fight this situation with evil every day. I mean, there's so much out there. There's so many people that think about themselves and nobody else. So the biblical principles are solid. I mean, they're good. Hey, quotes goes around, comes around. Right. So I just try to understand more because I didn't get that Jericho story. And oh, I know. I don't either. I agree. Excuses me, and I'm being sincere. I'm not. I'm sincere too. I've thought about that myself, and I really need to ask Steve Sorensen about it or somebody that's spiritually over me, because I just don't understand. You know, I mean, the they, fighting, they the, the fighting in the Old Testament. I mean, they, it was their land, family. Hey, we want to be protected. Well, what there's there's uh, there's countries over there that are fighting, have been fighting all their lives. Look at the Palestine. Right. It, Six thousand bombs a year are are the Palestinians firing on Israel. I mean, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about how dangerous it is over there and what's going on and how superior Israel is in military over us because. Of of their, you know, have to protect themselves. We don't see. We're going to see it someday, I believe, in this country. We're going to have to learn to protect ourselves. And I appreciate yeah, the call, Carlos, because I I've, I've thought the way you've thought, and I don't understand it. But I had a, a pastor tell me one day, Randy, you know, we don't understand everything, but we've just got to have faith in God and what He's doing. And He's changed my life. He's changed my life on this radio shows because yeah, everybody. I your effort, but if you could dig up that answer and get another opinion, then I'll, I'll listen to your I'll show. Do that. Very I'll wise do that. I'll do that. And Tell I your do. friends and neighbors to listen because I'm doing my best. Okay, appreciate it. Thank you, Carlos. God bless you. Joe in San Antonio, we have another call. Joe, how you doing? This is Randy Adams. Thank you for calling Learn to Buy and Sell Cars dot com. Morning, Randy. That that's a pretty tough call to follow. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> I enjoy your show. It's an interesting uh, combination of topics. And uh, I, I had a question. Uh, I wanted to buy my girlfriend a uh, uh, Chevy Colorado. They sure make an attractive car. And uh, what, what would be your opinion on a 2014, 2015, something a couple of years old? And um, The new about, body style is, value. yeah, the new body styles uh, really is coming on. But now they're good units, uh, you know. Uh, I would compare last five years. Yeah, well, I'd compare it. Now, if you want to, uh, I'd buy a four-cylinder Tacoma. I'd buy a Nissan, and I'd compare the Colorado to those three. Are you going to buy a crew cab, a regular cab, or extended cab? Well, Tacoma's about $10,000 more, isn't it? Yeah, but it'll return the money, and I'm going to tell you, they're great units. Yeah, they, they are. There's, yeah, use one. I tell people to buy new ones, and the new ones have jumped up in price. I've got a Toyota dealer that's the best around, and, you know, the competition on those. you got to watch out on some of these Toyota dealers because they'll spin you so hard, and also they'll add 2800 for sealants. Floor mats. Floor mats used to be free yeah. in a pinstripe, so you got to watch that contract before you sign it. Uh, make sure that they don't slap that extra uh, eighteen to twenty eight hundred on you for extras. These dealers are, you know, it takes a million and a half a month to open up, so you got to watch out what you're doing. Well, and, uh, you, you know, you done taught me. I don't. I'm going to get something a couple, two or three years old. 
Well, and, and shop hard. Shop hard. And if you find something, you can give me a call at my office. I'll be glad to give you a hand there. Or go to our website and describe the car. Oh. We had a guy describe a car the other day, and um, he was trying to buy it. And the, he said, you know, you told me, he said, if they've owned that car six, eight months, they're on the old market and that they're trying to make money on me and they should be losing money. Anyway, we helped him, and uh, he realized where he was at, and he got the price down 2500 because he was walking out the door, and they knew that they'd owned the car six months and it needed to go. So uh, there's so many different avenues and opportunities. But, no, shop, 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 and Colorado's a good unit. Uh, what, what about the drivetrain on those two? That What do they got, a 3.7 and that Chevrolet and – how many miles can you put on something like that? You know, we see them with 150,000 miles on them. So, you know, mm-hmm. they're dependable. And we know we don't have much trouble with them. Uh, we don't have trouble with any of those small pickups. Nissan's good. Toyota's good. Uh, and and that. Uh, we can't get enough little Rangers to quit building them. And mm-hmm. that was a great, great extended cab little old Ranger. Uh, but you can't. Well, the older they get, the better them Fords get, don't they? Yeah. Well, this one, these, we're paying two thousand more today for Rangers than we did two years ago. When they quit building those, people realize it. I sold before a friend of mine sold out an AJ Foyt uh, paint. I would sell them regular cab hundred thousand mile Rangers, and they would put three hundred thousand miles on them. And when they got close to three hundred, they call me and they'd buy one or two more. And I'd send them down to Houston to him. And then he would sell them. I'd say, what are you doing with your old Rangers? He said, we put them out, out on the front line, uh, right in front of the paint stores, and we stick, you know, three, $4,000 on them, and people buy them. I said, so you drive them for 4000 for for all that miles? He said, yep, we sure do. And he said, the people buy them, we tell them, and they serviced them, and they took care of them. And they were a little beat up with 300,000 miles. But, you know, it's just transportation. You know, so many people want to live the big life and can't afford it, you know. We always talked about that champagne uh, uh, taste with a uh, beer pocketbook, you know. Well, uh, there's a lot of people who live that way, and I don't care what I drive. Uh, today I'm driving okay. over okay, wrong bedroom. you got that money, but... You know, I'm a working man. Well, I mean, we need to invest in the future. You know, too many times we respond to something today, but we forget about Hey, I was going to talk about now we have 108-month payments. I was talking about how bad 84-month payments are. I got an article in a magazine that the manufacturers are freaking out because uh, credit unions and and banks are going to 108-month payments. Now, how in the world are you going to outrun a value in 100? You're going to pray that you got a car in 108 months, much less. Right. You know, well, how many people do you hear say that they they want you to buy a car because you deserve one? Oh, yeah. You work hard. <laughs> you work hard. You can afford it. Yeah. And they talk about payment, but they forget about all insurance. They forget about all that other stuff. And they don't tell you that, oh, Bubba, when you go across the curb, you're going to lose 7000 if you're lucky. You know, well, the insurance companies, the, the insurance commercials are telling you 100%. I paid, I paid 40000 for my car. I got hit three months later. And now you're trying to tell me it's worth thirty. I mean, I fight these insurance companies constantly for other dealerships and what they're trying to do to people. And I talked about a guy in a Passport uh, Honda pickup not long ago that died, and his family owed more than what the insurance company. And the insurance company was lying, pure lying. They said, "Oh, we found that car for eight thousand. I said, "Give me the phone number. I'm gonna go buy it and make money." Oh, well, we found, next week they said, we found one on Craigslist for nine grand. I said, give me that phone number. I'm going to make money. They're bringing eleven and 12000 at the auctions, and they wanted to give this poor lady $7,000, $8,000. I finally got them up to 11000 We was going to have to go to court after that, and they didn't want to fight it. They, they took the 11000 and went. But these insurance companies, hey, they got us by the wrong way. I mean, you know, they keep us in the dark, and they feed us crap. That's a good point. You know, so I appreciate the call, but, I mean, if you find something, I'll be glad to help you. But shop, 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 you know. Give, well, I wondered about the quality of that. They're, they're all right. They're all right. Yeah, well, I know Toyota's got a good product. 
and she, sometimes Chevy's hit and miss. And, if you and I tell you what, honestly, if it was me, uh, well, I tell you what, I had an extended. Hey, cabin. I, I drive a '98 Chevrolet. Hey, my father-in-law does too. My father-in-law's got one, and I was just in uh, Athens, Ohio, visiting him, and he's got one, and it's got a hundred and fifty thousand miles on it. And uh, I said, "Well, I said you got another hundred thousand left on it." He said, "Yeah, I do. I ain't gonna get rid of it. It's got two hundred fifty thousand miles on it." And those I've seen them go that far many a time, two and two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand miles. But you're not trying to keep up with the Joneses. You're not insecure. You don't feel like everybody's looking at what you drive. A lot of people are insecure about what they drive. I don't well, care hell, what I, I drive. In all fields, I, my my truck, you know, stays dirty. So hey, I'm gonna. I, as soon as it cools off a little bit, because they don't have air, I, I'm gonna be driving a '63 Ford pickup. I like it. I bought it for myself. <laughs> well, I need something with factory air. Well, that's why I'm waiting till September. I can handle it in September. Hey, and I grew up with no air in cars, you know, black, driving 49 to 51 Fords that were all black and no air, you know. Well, but I, I can okay afford air you, now. Till you started driving one with air. Now oh, you yeah. can't do without it. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, hey, I didn't have air in my house till I was 20 years old. I grew up well, without air conditioning. No, no different. No, that's right. No. Well, Joe, I appreciate your call. Or anything I do, give me a call at my office. Thank you, Randy. Thank Have a you. good day. God bless you. Thank you, all listeners. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Be sure and go to Hassle Free Auto Buying and uh, hit the website. Take a look. We're going we're gonna to change things around here. God bless everybody out there. Thank you, 930. We love you. I hope you tune in next week. Remember, Friday night, 8 to 9, and Saturday morning, 7 to 8. God bless you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.